the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day and welcome to Selwyn's Law. Again, my name is Selwyn Whitehead. I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney, and I'm also a Bankruptcy Law Certified Specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of legal specialization. And in addition to having a JD, I also have a couple of master's degrees in law, one as a master of the laws of taxation laws and the other as a a master of the laws of intellectual property law. And because of my training, my experience, and my interests, I primarily practice bankruptcy, debt wealth management, estates and trust, real estate, and taxation law. And I'm also proud to say That is part of my practice. I also sometimes have the opportunity to seek to vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves the victims of some forms of financial elder abuse. So I'm pleased to come again, once again today, to share with you here in the beautiful KFAX studios in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area I come to discuss some financial issues confronting families and small business owners. However, I must once again inform you to please note that this show does not provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show serves strictly as an educational forum for the exchange of information that might be helpful to you to begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances. And also, I hope to provide you with an outline of some of the key issues that may help you seek out and find qualified professional help. Because, as I'm known for saying, representing yourself in a legal matter, especially one dealing with your money, um, it's like taking a butter knife to a gunfight. If you're lucky, you can get close enough to your adversary, and you might scratch her or even poke her in the eye. But more than likely, you'll be dead on arrival. And please, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that many of you don't have the chutzpah or the smarts to represent yourself. It's just that you more than likely won't know the applicable laws, the applicable rules of procedure, or the applicable rules of the court that you're in in each of which is in a constant state of flux. As such, 
is it going to require people like me to spend at least a few hours, if not several hours each day, reading, thinking about, and writing about the law? And unfortunately, I got to tell you, especially those of you that try to represent yourself, I observe that ignorance of the law and the rules of procedure and the rules of the court will not likely help you and will likely spell disaster that and you might lose an otherwise victorious or righteous claim. So that's the primary purpose of Selwyn's Law, to discuss the law as I understand it in a jargon-free environment with the hope that I might be able to impart some knowledge to you to help you fight your own battles. But I suggest you get legal help. With that understanding and because inquiring minds have asked me and they say they want to know, this week we're continuing our discussion of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the law passed by the Congress of the United States in its 115th session and how that act may affect your taxes now that we're in tax season. As you recall, the tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 became the law of the land on December 22, 2017, and it took effect on January 1, 2018. And as such, its status, along with the implementing rules and the regulations that were promulgated by the Internal Revenue Service, will dominate how we prepare and file our taxes this year for the 2018 tax year, as well as how much we will receive as a tax refund, if any, and how much we will have to pay our dear old Uncle Sam. Last time I shared with you some of the key deductions the Act repealed effective this year that may, or in all likelihood will, have a negative impact on individuals and families as we prepare our 2018 tax returns, including a biggie, the repeal of the deduction for personal casualty losses. Those are losses that are not connected with a trade or business, and they include losses that are arising from fire, storm, shipwrecks, or other casualties, including theft. The loss of this deduction also impacts losses incurred and designated under the Disaster Tax Relief and Airport and Airways Extension Act of 2017 that provided a special above-the-line, and above-the-line means it's something that is used to reduce your adjusted gross income. So that particular act dealing with disasters allowed you to take above-the-line deductions unless the president had not caused the disaster to be a disaster. Uh, That's a a roundabout way of saying that if the president has proclaimed a disaster, you may and likely will be able to take a casually lost deductions. The inverse is if the disaster to you was not big enough for the president to declare it a a disaster, usually meaning a large area was impacted, you will not be able to deduct the costs of the fire that was a disaster to you and your family. That's the change. I don't think that's a good thing. 
I also talked about the repeal for deduction for tax preparation expenses. Now, um, in my mind, a fair interpretation of tax preparation expenses for individuals and families might include the cost of going to a professional tax preparer, such as one of the household names that we hear about and see on the radio during tax season, or it could be your very own tax preparer or your CPA. The expense might also include the the cost of the tax preparation software that you purchase and use each year. That's an expense that's been excluded as well. And it could be expenses for the cost of the storage facility you use to keep your backup records safe for the 10-year statute of limitations a taxpayer may need if they are called upon to have an audit. So, you know, that's this is a big deal. Also, I talked about the repeal of the medical expense deduction. This loss deduction previously gave a taxpayer the ability to claim an itemized deduction for out-of-pocket medical expenses for herself or her spouse or her dependents to the extent that the expense exceeded 10% of the taxpayer adjusted gross income. You can say bye-bye to that. Also, the repeal, I went into a great deal about the deduction for alimony payments. The ability for the payer of alimony to make an above-the-line deduction for the payment of alimony to his or her former spouse uh, with the concomitant uh, requirement that the recipient add that income into his or her income, that went away. And just so you'll know, the individuals that scored the Tax Cuts and Job Act believe that that one deduction alone will add $8.3 billion to the federal budget over the course of the eight years that this uh, particular law is going to be in effect. That might be one reason why they decided to take that deduction away. Also, I talked about the deduction for moving expenses unless you are a person in the military and you have orders telling you to move to a new location. The old law allowed you to deduct the uh, moving expense if your new job was at least 50 miles away from where your old job was. So that meant that you many people got that deduction for transferring within the same company, uh, transferring from San Francisco to, uh, to, San, um, to say, Sacramento. Um, like I used to work for uh, Pacific Bell, and we used to do a lot of moving around, and, you know, the company would pick up some of the expenses, but the rest you could take a deduction. Now you have to wear a uniform and be under orders. And they believe that that, the, the General Accounting Office believes that that um, loss of that deduction alone is going to add <laughs> $9.8 billion to the budget over the course of the effect of this law. I also talked about the termination of the deduction and exclusion of contributions to your medical savings account, um, the denial of your ability to uh, deduct your business expenses if you work for a company like an outside salesperson. And we also eliminated the investment expense deduction. Those are the expenses that are involved in helping you be involved in the marketplace. And so it's the fees that you would pay for your advisor. 
and the fees that you would pay for uh, investment media, like a subscription to the Wall Street Journal and the Financial Times that I read every day, that's gone bye-bye. So what a bummer. When we come back, I'll tell you the top four reasons why individuals and families might find themselves paying more taxes this year. But first, we're going to take a short break. Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our discussion of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 and how it may affect your 2018 tax return now that we're full-fledged in the tax preparation and filing season. You know, according to the IRS, the average tax refund issued so far this year, that is to say as of February 15, 2019, that average refund is down by 17% when compared to the same time last year, that is to say February 16, 2018. And that's a steep decline that promises more headaches for both the taxpayer and the politicians that put this law into place. The I, just so you know, the IRS releases tax filing information and quite a thorough amount of it uh, on their website, and they do it generally every Friday. So they release some data on Friday, February 22nd, 2019, showing the refunds for the 2018 tax year are down for the third consecutive week. Tax filing season started on January 28, 2018. So each week they're going to compile this information down for the third consecutive week with a typical payment made from the IRS to the taxpayer totaling $2,703 compared to $3,256 during the same time period in 2018 for tax year 2017. While some of the talking heads out in the universe, and yes, I'm a talking head too, (laughs) they give the reason is that taxpayers did not properly recalculate and recalibrate the withholding amount. That is to say, they didn't fill out a new W-4 to um, implement the new uh, tax deductions. That's what they say, And, and that's a factor. That's one of the factors. But I say there are three other factors contributing to the increase in taxpayer liability, and I'm going to share them with you. So, you know, as I promised before the break, the number one reason in my estimation, so this is the second reason in addition to not recalibrating uh, your W-2s, is the elimination of the taxpayer's exemption and the increase in the standard deduction. So everybody says, oh, wow, the standard deduction went up. Oh, geez, that's a lot. In fact, for many taxpayers, especially those with several dependent children, and there are quite a few of us out here in the universe that have more than just a couple of kids. Some people have five to seven kids. Um, The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act's most sweeping change is the increase in the standard deduction and the repeal of the personal exemption. So what I mean, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act raised the standard deduction 
for a family to 24000 per married couple, 12000 for singles, and that was compared to 13000 per couple and 6500 under the prior law. So, gee, that's a lot of double. But you don't realize that the personal exemptions went away. As a result, filers who itemized their 2018 taxes are expected to drop by more than half because for probably more than half, they have smaller families, and this $24,000 makes a lot of sense for them. Um, As a result of the change, taxpayers can no longer claim personal exemption deductions for themselves, their spouse, and any dependent. Each personal exemption in 2017 provided a $4,050 tax deduction. This allowed, say, a family of four to deduct a total of $16,200 in addition to the standard deduction of $13,000. So as you can see, $16,200 plus $13,000 is more than $24,000. And if you had several kids, and there are some large families out there, you are going to end up in a hole because you're losing the personal exemption deduction. So to make up for this lost deduction, the child care care, um, tax credit for qualifying children under the age of 27 was increased by 1,000 a pop. But, you know, that's not going to make it up. And also, you know, you used to be able to take a personal exemption deduction if, say, your elderly parents were living with you. Now, they don't get the 4050 it's $500 a pop. So there's a little bit of an explanation as to why you might be paying more taxes. The third reason, the second reason I believe uh, there's more taxes, is the limit on the mortgage interest deduction for the acquisition of a house and the complete doing away for taking an interest deduction on a home equity loan, also known as a HELOC. Taxpayers can claim an itemized deduction for their home mortgage interest acquisition expense, that is to say the debt securing the home and used to buy, build, or substantially improve it, up to $750,000 per house. And so that means that if, if you're married uh, filing separately, that's $375,000 each person. That's effective this year. Interest on existing acquisition debt still is up to $1 million. So as you can see, um, they sliced off $250,000 from what you can claim. But if you're already in, uh, they grandfathered in the old property. And But the biggest deal, I think, is the home equity interest. It used to be that you could have like a second mortgage, but it would be your HELOC, and you could deduce, you could deduct that interest. That's gone away. That's another reason people in high value states like California, New York, and New Jersey are going to see their taxes go up big time. And the fourth reason, um, third of my reasons, is the SALT deduction limit. SALT stands for state and local tax deductions. It used to be that you could take an interest on your um, um, property taxes any state and local taxes you had, you know, uh, uh, you could deduct those from your tax returns. And sometimes that'd be $24,000, $40,000. Now it's limited to $10,000 per household, individual or married. 
This limitation will prove to be a significant handicap to many taxpayers, especially those who are homeowners, as I said, in high-value states like California and New York, um, taxpayers who have traditionally been able to take a substantial itemized deduction for both the interest paid on their mortgage and their property taxes and other taxes that they had to pay to the county. Again, we're talking about individuals and families, not businesses here. But that's going to have a significant impact. However, state and local and foreign uh, taxes and state and local taxes are allowed as a deduction when paid or accrued while carrying on a business. So business owners can still take these deductions, especially if you have a home uh, office. You can still take these deductions, but this is going to impact families, just families. And that's a key segue into the key changes the Tax Cut and Jobs Act has had on small business owners, especially those small business owners identified as specified service or trade businesses. And I'll break that down into plain old, the King James Version of the English. If you are in a kind of business where your reputation, your learned knowledge is what makes your business valuable, um, there's going to be some really rude and harsh consequences for that, and I'm going to talk about that um, next week. But, you know, I, I want to leave on a high note. There are some, some good changes in this bill, but you'll see that they mostly impact individuals with high income or high net worth. For your estate planning purposes, there's been a doubling of the estate and generation skipping tax exemption from $11,400 up to $22, I'm sorry, $11,400 up to $22,800,000 for a married couple. So what does that mean? That means you can leave more of your valuable estate to your heirs without there being an estate tax. But it only lasts for the eight years. So I tell people that means that if you're rich, you got to die within the next eight years. Uh, just just kidding. No, well, you can die, but you can also do generation skipping, and you can set up trusts and, and, and transfer things that way. But I, I wonder why they picked, you know, um, uh, 2018 to December 2025 for this big jump. After December 31, 2025, it goes back to the uh, existing rates adjusted for inflation. Also, there is more flexibility for education money set aside. And what do I mean by that? Uh, Section 529 plans allow the distribution of up to $10,000 per year per child for qualified expenses for elementary and high schools during 2018. That means that the Tax Cut and Jobs Act allows parents to take a tax-free deduction from their 529 plan, not for college, but to send their kids to parochial or private schools, elementary and high school. So that's a good thing. But again, it's only for those who are very wealthy who can't afford to do that. And another thing is you can now roll over a 529 plan into an ABLE account. So that's good. An ABLE account is where, like, you know, at the birth of a child, parents or grandparents set up 529 plans 
And then subsequently you find out that the, the, the child has special needs because they're cognitive, emotional, or physical needs. You couldn't, before you couldn't swap money out of the 529 into the ABLE account, which is there to help those children. Now you can do that. So that's, that's a wonderful thing. That's part of this act. You know, with that, I'm going to leave it right there for now. Till next time, when we look at how the TCJA, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, affects small business owners. And as always, I say in, in parting, I urge you to stay on the right side of the law. Till then, take care. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the Law Office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.